I took a train, then a boat. It was a small boat with too many people. It's hard for me to remember. My name is Saeed. Wait up. Saeed Emerian. I had to tell people about my experience, like how we come here, because many people don't know. Uh, they have no idea what happens to, to people who take this journey. Dear Home Office, I'm writing this letter to advocate for the asylum claim of a refugee young person. Hello and welcome, you're listening to SOAS Radio. Today I'm joined by creators and members of Dear Home Office, an applied theatre project that tells stories of unaccompanied minors and their journeys to the UK. The eight young men in the projects are refugees and asylum seekers from Eritrea, Afghanistan, Somalia and Albania in the highly acclaimed play that has performed at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, Southbank Centre, SOAS and The Pleasance and were nominated for an Amnesty International Freedom of Expression Award in 2016. They have three upcoming shows in London on the 6th, 7th, 8th of February at the Bunker Theatre, so you can catch them then. I'm very honoured today to have two members of the cast here at SOAS Radio. Could you introduce yourselves and what you do? My name's Kate Duffy and I'm one of the artistic directors of Phosphorus Theatre and I'm also in the show. Um, my name is Goito Mfisahe, I come from Eritrea and I am one of the actors from the Home Office. Great, thank you so much for coming. This is really exciting to have you here. Could you talk a little bit about um, how you got first involved in the show, Goitem? Dear Home Office, when they asked to us, you know, how did you get here and uh, how was your back home? It started from this one, from the beginning. And we told them we, we didn't know English at that time, but we tried uh, our ability and it uh, we came together with the eight boys and we tried to speak. Uh, we create the, their home office and it were, we make it a uh, show and we performance and we acting at the drama. Great. So it, it was a kind of collaborative writing project, was it? Um, yeah, it stemmed out of a housing project for unaccompanied minors. So um, most of the cast live in that project and so it's a supported accommodation for looked after children and care leavers and one of one of Goitem's friends said that he wanted to tell his story and he thought he had an interesting story to tell and he thought that he was kind of funny and he could tell a story with his body and make the audience think a little bit and they'd never done drama before but through kind of storytelling and playing games and doing a bit of role play we slowly slowly developed a script and then started rehearsing and then we're now finding ourselves a, a year later about to do uh, our 15th 16th and 17th show which is really exciting wow um so it came from the idea someone wanted to tell a story so it's really about your stories coming to the uk um was there like an effort to educate as well? Who are your audiences and um, what's the relationship to, to your audiences? The relationship with the audience is to tell about the refugee and uh, to learn how is the, uh, some country, different country cultures and to meet with someone, to introduce, your, to introduce yourself. It was like that. Having worked with unaccompanied minors for a while, I'm quite used to the different representations that we see in the media and a lot of those are 
viewing um, young men sort of on the cusp of adulthood as quite infantilized, like little children uh, and quite passive or they're being criminalized mm. and seen as um, people that are doing bad things. And so we're trying to find, we're trying to present the middle ground of young men who have got loads of aspirations, who are really funny, who have got really lively social lives and are just trying to kind of get along and having a normal life uh, in the UK. Mm. Um, and in terms of our audiences, we've recently been doing lots of surveys of the audience and it's been really exciting to see loads of people from all around the world. We've had lots of refugee and migrant communities in our audiences and also loads of young people and lots of people who have never been to the theatre before. And so their yeah. first ever experience coming to the theatre is to see Dear Home Office. And that's for us, that's really incredible. Have you ever had any kind of more critical or resentful even reactions to the play? Um, there's quite an anti-immigration um, sentiment in the media and from the British government. Um, have you ever come across that? To be honest, our response has been very, very positive. We've got something like uh, basically about a 99% response of saying, yes, I'm inspired to, to learn more about unaccompanied minors or help unaccompanied minors. But having said that, if you look at where we've done our performances, I mean, we had a really exciting time at SOAS last year when our when we were doing our preview performances where we yeah. had about 200 people crammed into the uh, DLT and it was it was so incredible but then you do have a quite a it's a, a specific audience mm. there and the majority of our performances have been in London or in Edinburgh in the fringe theatre scene so moving forward something we would like to do is take the show outside of London to communities that maybe don't have refugees as their neighbours or don't have refugee children in their school and see if we can, um, yeah, see if we can share that message uh, a little bit wider. Mm. Do you feel that the play, has it changed you? A lot, yeah. I didn't come out to the stage first. It was my first time when I joined the, the home office. I learned uh, how to act, how to movement, and how to how to meet with the people, how to respect the audience, how to how to answer the question of the audience. I have to I have learned that from their home office. So the audience um, asks questions as well in the play. Yeah. yeah. What kind of questions do they ask you? Uh, how did you join with the their home office? We are from the different country. How did you get? How did you introduce yourself? And how did you get uh, together? How how is it for you working with so many people from different countries and speaking so many different languages? Yeah, they ask uh, sometimes, how could you understand in each other? Because you your language is different, your culture is different. So how could you understand? In? And how do you? Uh, just uh, to be honest, uh, uh, if you are free, if you are uh, making free your uh, your brain, you can introduce with any people. If you don't think like very malignant or something, you know. Someone, if they came to me, you know, hi, my name is, my name is blah, blah, and my name is Waitom. Just, just, we make it friends like that. Mm. And, and they support us, uh, the dear home office. They give us a lot of advice. We have a really just lovely little family that we've created, basically. <laughs> and we have people from all over the world who have 
come together in quite specific circumstances and we find ourselves all in our in our favorite afghan restaurant all sharing afghan food together or the we've got three Eritrean guys in our cast and they'll be singing a song about Asmara and we all know the words and so we've got somebody from Albania singing uh, about Eritrea and that's come with Dear Home Office and with making that theatre family but also in terms of living together as well and just having to kind of live side by side and find similarities and differences and yeah have brother brotherly relationships where you mm. kind of fight one minute and are laughing and dancing the next minute speaking of playing music uh Guaytama, you're also a musician um can you tell us what you play uh i'm playing my own instrument it's called it karar mm-hmm. it's from eritrean culture and ethiopian culture and they have been playing uh, for five years mm-hmm. and uh, would you like to play something for us Yeah, sure. Oh, great. So we've got um, Boitam here with his kra, which is a um, Ethiopian and Eritrean harp instrument. Kaya kafel kwa, 
Amazing. Thank you so much. That was really, was really so beautiful. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. So thank you. What was that song about? It's about uh, how could you separate with your fa- from your family? How is the life going on alone? How do you feel when you, uh, when you, when you leave your, your country and your family and you live alone now? It's about love and like it's this, this separating. It's about it. It's really interesting, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have one question, which is possibly quite obvious, and I've heard that a lot of audiences ask this. Um, why are there only boys in the theatre production? In every question-answer session, we have people answer ask this question, and it's a really good question. Um, there's two answers to that. One of the answers is that The most recent statistic was that about 93% of unaccompanied minors coming to the UK are boys. And so, yeah, that's a question in itself about why boys come. And that varies from country to country. Um, sometimes that's because boys are particularly vulnerable um, because girls are inside, um, which is... That's very challenging for girls, but it does mean that just in a in a practical sense, boys are sometimes more at risk. And then the other answer to that is because Phosphorus Theatre and Dear Home Office, it isn't just a drama project. It's not just a weekly uh, meetup that we have. The project works because it's so embedded in a whole kind of um, circle of work that we're doing with these young men. And it's based as I said, in this housing project. And so we would rehearse in the house and just do line runs in the kitchen and do um, r- go through our lines on the way to the home office or the way to the GP. And because um, because the, the kind of family element of this project is so important, I personally don't work with girls in the same way because we don't have girls that live in the house. And so if we had girls in the show, it it wouldn't be sustainable for me to offer the same uh, external advocacy support to them. So, yeah, there's kind of a two-pronged answer mm. to that question, but it's a really good question. And mm. in the future, we we maybe will have a bit more capacity to work with girls. That's great. But it is, um, <laughs> I mean, that's the most obvious answer, I would say, that yeah. most of the young refugees coming to the UK, for many reasons, yeah. are male Yeah, and I guess something that we want to do with Dear Home Office, as I said, is um, bust some of some of the uh, myths and stereotypes and offer different narratives and different perspectives. Mm. And one of those is around showing um, kind of alternative representations of young men and resilience and kind of coming of age in that time when you are, you're a child legally but then you kind of turn into an adult but and there's so many really specific challenges that happen in those few years of of um turning into an adult basically mm. um you say that a lot of your audiences get inspired by the play and really want to do something what mm-hmm. can what can people in the UK do to help unaccompanied minors or phosphorus theater do you have any advice yeah i guess in terms of what people can do to help there's loads of things I mean, in terms of Phosphorus Theatre, we 
want to keep making work, but it's expensive to make work. And so we we welcome donations in terms of that kind of support. Um, and then talking more widely, there's projects such as the one that we partner with, Afghan Association Paiwand. We need volunteer mentors, volunteer ESOL teachers, volunteer um, youth workers, football coaches. Um, and... Yeah, we had we had a really lovely message actually last week from somebody that had seen our show in Edinburgh and emailed us at the time to say that she was really moved by it and that she wanted to not just kind of be sad about it, but actually make action. And then so that was in the summer and she emailed last Saturday telling us all about some really excellent work that she's been doing in Scotland with uh, food banks and refugee support groups. And she said that it was because she'd seen Dear Home Office. And again, yesterday, actually, we had somebody that wants to run a marathon and uh, raise money for Dear Home Office. And so we've had so many really uh, people that are inspiring us because they're telling us that that our words and our show have have made them really kind of think and want to tell their communities about uh, about refugees and about unaccompanied Mm -hmm. minors. But yeah, I mean, even if somebody comes to the show and they they don't have time to commit or they don't have money to to donate but what they do is they the next time they're in the pub or with their friends or with their children or or their parents they maybe challenge some of the anti-immigration rhetoric i think even even those things are really really significant absolutely just one last question goitham what would you wish for your future i would like to be owners my future and I would like to help refugees same like me, to poor people and weak people. And I would like to be a famous actor. <laughs> well, I hope we'll make that happen. Thank you so much for coming in, Kate and Goitam. Um And yes, as I said, um, you can check the show out on the 6th, 7th and 8th of February at Bunker Theatre here in London. There are still tickets available. Yeah, there are still tickets and... As I said, we really welcome um, refugee audience members as well. So we have a £5 ticket deal for refugee individuals and also refugee organisations that want to do a group booking as well. So please come and join us. We'd love you to all come and see our show. Please come. Great. I'll see you there for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.